As a life coach, author, speaker, and trainer, Marianne's purpose and passion is fueled by her desire to see all women from coast to coast live life on their terms. Her guests will provide you with real life tips and strategies to inspire and empower you to create change. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist, where my mission is to equip women with strategy, strategies to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Today, I am joined by one of my amazing co-authors on our upcoming anthology, Confident Women Rise. So, Leslie... Take it away. Tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Hello, hello. Thank you, Marianne, first for um, having me on. Um, I'm glad that I met you. I'm glad that we have come uh, co-authors together. So thank you so much for having me on. My name is Leslie Montgomery. I'm a resident of Georgia. Uh, I moved here with my daughter and her husband to help her. Uh, with my little grandson. I, I'm a mother of two. I have one son in love. I have four grandchildren. And I am a minister of the gospel. I am a um, co- uh, I do coaching. I do, I, and I don't like to call it coaching. I'm a teacher. I, I teach. I teach. Yes. I teach the word and teach women how they can come out through the word. That's what I do. Um, I, 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 I've ministered in the third world country before. Uh, I am a preacher of the gospel. And um, yeah, awesome. I think that's awesome. all I want to say. <laughs> For now, yes. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit about your coaching practice. Um, what is your niche and what got you started um, to create that um, path? Well, I, I'm, I'm not a coach. <laughs> I'm not a coach. But um, it was uh, something that has always been in me and something that God has always used. Um, he has used me to help not just women, but people of God, uh, you know, just begin to live again realizing that you can overcome things that you've been through. And I have um, women that call me now and we pray and I minister and, you know, I just see the progress of what God is bringing them through and what God has done. It was something um, that has started years ago, but really now at the place where it's starting to come to real full blossom. So yeah, um, that was it. Was just something that was in me. I never wanted to really um, attach it to my to me. You know, it's like oh, it's just something I do. And it wasn't until Claret, I'm I became clear on what God had called me to do that it began to really blossom. So yeah, uh, clarity had a lot to do with it. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about the path to getting uh, clear, you know, 
there's probably people who are listening to us and are going to be watching us that are not clear or, you know, have a sense of what their purpose and passion is. So what steps, you know, would you advise them to take to get well, clarity? Um, I would say the first thing is, is that before you become clear with any type of ministry or any type of uh, job that you have clarity with the father, that is the first and most important thing that you know who you are in God and what God has called you to do. And once you have that, then that makes things more simpler. Um, I moved, When I moved here two years ago, after I moved here, I had such a hard time, such a hard time and about moving here. And at that time, my daughter and her two girls, they had moved here as well. So I had the whole family here and that was fine. Then my youngest daughter, she no longer wanted to be here and she went back. So I went through a whole thing of moving here, my daughter moving back, not having my whole family. Oh, whoa, it's me. And in the process of it, I had to gather myself and I had to begin to allow God to minister to me. Even after he ministered to me, I had to come to a place that uh, what he called me to do I needed to do. So that's when the clarity, the clarity didn't come until I got up and brushed myself off and started acting like, you know, it's okay to have those little moments, but the moments can't last forever. And when I came out of the moment, then I had to realize that I had work to do. God had called me to a ministry and I had to do that. So the clarity came when I made a decision that I was going to let everything else go and let God have his way. So then that's when um, even I'm always praying with people, but I never really considered it like a ministry. I don't even know if I can call it a ministry. I'm an intercessor. And when I accepted that and, and, and began to really walk in that things even began to open up with me there and, just some good things have come out of it. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. You know, and I just want to, you know, kind of focus on one of the key things that you said is that you made a decision. Have oftentimes, to make a decision. yeah, because oftentimes, you know, we want something, we know that there's something better beyond what our current circumstances, but we are so afraid and okay. it's easy to stay in the, you know, comfort of the chaos, you know, if I can versus taking that leap of faith and stepping into the unknown. And it's once you make that decision that everything's kind of like a light switch, it just switches. Yes, 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 it's so true. And we do, um, we as a people, most of us don't like change. And part of it is, is accepting the change, whatever the change God has taken you through, accepting it. And once you accept it, then you have to become to a place that you become steadfast and unmovable so that whatever God has called you to do can come to full fruition. And in order to do that, you have to make a decision. You have to make sound decisions of what it is God is saying. You know, a lot of times it's in us, we're doing it, but we just don't want to accept it. We just don't want to say, that's what my calling is. That's what my business is. Or that's what my ministry is, because it seems so simple. 
you know, it doesn't, it's not the big grand in front of the TV, not the big grand in front of preaching in front of thousands or whatever it could be. But to you, it might see, seem simple, but there's nothing in the kingdom that's simple because it's all fitly joined together. So, sure. yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. So when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does transformative freedom mean to you? Um, that that's where the really where the clarity came in at um, of, of what God wanted me to do and to come, like I said, face to face with that come, you know, it's almost like it's it's a transforming. It's a repositioning. It's an uh, eye opener. You know, you become clear on the purpose that God has for your life. And I believe that that's, that, that was what made me have clarity or make me say that I came into a place of clarity. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about one of the biggest challenges that you have faced and what did that healing process look like? Uh, um, I had an incident, I, well, the the newest the, the the most recent one was when my daughter went back to um, Philadelphia. Let me just stay with that one instead of opening up a new one. And that was so challenging for me because we had always been together. You know, we always lived together. We had always been together, and then for her to go away and say, um, I don't want to be here anymore. I took it personally, I'm going to say it that way. And it wasn't personal. It was a part of her growth. It was a part of my growth and it had to happen. But it, it was almost like trauma for me. It was almost like trauma for me because I had to let go. And I have a life coach. And one of the things the life coach talked about was a helicopter mother. And I never heard of that term. I was like, what is that? <laughs> and she was like, someone that can't let go, someone that's always got to be in control. And I was like, that is me, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was one of the most um, I, identifying, or should I say, eye-opening for me. Mm -hmm. uh, and from that point on, I began to release things. And she's doing great. The girls is doing great. They came here for the summer. And they are doing great, but it was also good for me. Mm -hmm. It was a healing process that took place in me. And with me letting go, it helped me to begin to live my life and do what I needed to do. So that was a big thing for me because I was, oh, I'm very close with my girls. Mm -hmm. And that was a big thing for me, letting go. And as they say, let go and let God. It was yeah. so <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So what keeps you motivated and what keeps you inspired to keep, um, you know, to keep on the path that you're on and not to give up? Community. Um, I'm in um, I'm in a three main communities. One is. Um, um, always journal 365. The one is divine connection, um, and the other one is when women heal. 
and they have um, motivated me. They have encouraged me. They don't even know how much that they have to live life and do what God has called me to do. Um, peace, having the peace of God, allowing the Holy Spirit to direct me and guide me plays an intricate part in my life that, um, you know, helps me get through things that I need to get through. Having a prayer life, you know, having a prayer life, being and letting God be in the center instead of me being in the center. Yeah, that's so key. You know, as humans, we always want to focus and fix everything ourselves. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So in regards to, you know, our anthology that's coming out soon, yeah. um, without giving out too much because people okay. have to buy the book, um, in one sentence, can you summarize what is your chapter about? My chapter is about the secrets of pastor's wives. Hmm. Yes. That is and definitely going to we... be good. <laughs> yes. And how we carry secrets, hmm. you know. And when I mean carry secrets, we do. We have mm -hmm. things that we can't tell anybody, right. you know, and how we cover and protect, you know. So the secrets in my journey is really called the secret of the pastor's wife, my journey. My Beautiful. journey. I'm excited to get a copy of our book so I can start yes, reading everyone's I story. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what led you to say yes once you heard about the project? What made you say, this is something that I need to step out and do and share my story? Um, my stepdaughter and I was talking one day, even before this, and she said, what are you going to tell your story? I said, I'm going to tell it. I'm going to tell it. And she's like, if you don't tell your story, I'm going to tell it. And I was like, I'm going to tell my story, you know. And, you know, I, I began to share portions of it. And then when the book come out, the, this was the interesting thing. I was going to do a whole different subject. And when we were on coffee, is, was it coffee? What's it called? Coffee House with Sandy. On with Sandy. Okay. And I was speaking. And in the midst of me speaking, the Lord just shifted <laughs> what I was about to say. And Sandy was like, it looks like you just had a shift. And I'm like, yeah, I did. <laughs> so um, that's how that came about, because that was the plan of God. But it wasn't the plan of Leslie's. <laughs> yeah. That happens a lot. That happens a lot. Yeah. So what advice would you give to a woman that is, you know, might be listening to us or watching us and she's feeling stuck? and not sure of what steps, you know, she needs to do to move forward. One of the things I would say is don't feel, don't be ashamed to be selfish, to live your life. Don't be ashamed to step out in what God has called you to do because of being afraid of what somebody will say or think. Nobody in this world is perfect. Nobody in this world can say that they lived here and made no mistakes. So don't be afraid because you made mistakes and feel like you can't go and do what God has called you to do. 
if you read the Bible and you read the testimonies or you real read the life stories of different ones in the Bible, everyone made a mistake. Everybody had something to hold them back. But because of the grace of God, and I want to encourage them that as they step out, they have to step out with the Spirit, in the Holy Spirit, and allow the confidence of God to rise in them. So most importantly, let the confidence of God rise in you. Let the confidence that God has put in you be your anchor. Um, Anchor yourself in the things of God and go forth. Be encouraged. Don't be downtrodden because of the things you've gone through. And if you have been, it's time to get up. It's time to rise. It's time to come forth because God has not put you in that place to stay there. So he has true. a greater place. He has a great a greater plan for you. And it's time for us as women of God, or should I say people of God, to rise up and be all that God has called us to be. It's our season. It's our time. And uh, yeah, I encourage you, get out of your own space. Get out of your own mind. Get, get the mind of God. He says you'll be renewed by the mind of God, by the mind of Christ. There is a renewing process that what God will do if you allow him to be God in your life. So be encouraged. Don't go any further with what's holding you down. Find yourself a community. Find yourself some prayer warriors, some prayer partners that can pray you through and help you come to the place that God would have you to come. Why? He knows the plans and the purpose he has for your life. And being downtrodden is not the plan of God. It's the yes. trick of the enemy. Yes. You know, I, I've i heard this quote before, and I'm not sure where it came from, um, but it's something along the lines of, you don't have to be qualified. God qualifies the call, the call. There's something along those lines. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And that's so true. Um, you are qualified by God before the foundation of the earth. You know, before we was even put here, everything was put in us. We needed, not for us, but to go forth and bring people to a place that is called a place of deliverance, a place of freedom, a place of liberty. And that's, a, that's the purpose. You know, a lot of times we get stuck because we think it's about us and we think it's about what we we're going through but it's not everybody has to have a testimony and if you don't go through something you won't have a testimony so you got to understand that what you're coming through or what you've been in was not for you to stay it was for you to bring somebody else out you got to be able to tell somebody i've been there yes. and i can help you because i know how to come out you gotta be there. You gotta be no, and you gotta know that it's what God called you to do. You know, yep. we so as a true. people been called. So true. So true. Time is this. So, what are you currently loving, and what's bringing you joy? Traveling. <laughs> That's my I love language. My <laughs> yes, I love my family. 
Um, they, they are my life. Um, I, if I can say that, um, differently now, because God is teaching me to live my life, even though they're a part of my life. So they can be a part of my life, but that should never stop me from living my life. So traveling, I love to travel. I love to, um, uh, sightsee and so many words. I love life. <laughs> so I like to do things and, and, um, that that brings life, you know. I love walking outside and just appreciating the the act of God when I look around and I see the trees, when I hear able to hear the birds, still able to hear, you know. Um, I was my sister was we have a prayer group. Our family comes together every Saturday. And my sister was playing this song, this song, had us play this song. And in the beginning of the song, this guy was totally normal, went into surgery, he had some kind of shock. And when he came out, all four limbs he no longer had. Mm. And I began to say how we need to think, because just that, just that moment, it can no longer be. You know, with the twinkling of our eyes, so many things have changed. So to just love life and appreciate what God has given you and, and your surroundings, you know, there's something to be grateful about. There's something around you to love. You know, a lot of times we get caught up in what we don't have. We get caught up in what's around us that's not right. But if we begin to focus on what's right, we own, the limitations of what God can do is limited, limited. And that's what I want to live an abundant life, life full of joy, full of peace. That's abundance, a life full of the word, the word. He says, I wish above all that you have life and have it more abundantly. The abundant life is knowing God and knowing the word of God and letting him live inside of you. And you begin to manifest God in your life. So. I love it. Beautiful. I love it. So aside from traveling and enjoying nature, how do you recharge and refresh? How do you re-energize? I... Uh, that's a good, um, let me see. I love to, um, I love spas. <laughs> love to get a spa. <laughs> when I can, I love to go get manicures and pedicures. Um, I love to rest. If I'm, if I feel like I'm zonked out, sometimes I'll just go take a nap. Mm -hmm. And refresh and rejuvenate. Sometimes I'll take a a, a, a a just sit in the tub and just either put on the word or put on worship music. Worship that worship music, worshiping God. That's a revitalization by itself. It brings a refreshing. It brings a restoration that you might not be able to get. And in that time of caring for yourself that is very important that you have time that you spend with the father so that you can be refreshed and renewed you know juvenile 
I like it. So what are you most excited about for the rest of this year? Do you have any special events or anything coming up aside from our book? That's a, the, the book has really <laughs> been the, uh, just to see it come out and to see that it would be a number one seller for the purpose of changing lives, yes. for the purpose of women being healed and knowing that they can rise, you know, and whatever they're going through, it's nothing too hard for God. So the, the end of the year, to see um, my life and the things that God had for me to do this year, to see them completed, to do what God has called me to do. That's what I'm looking for by the end of the year. That, And, you know, he's really been dealing with me about my character and mm -hmm. how to live and for people to see God and not me. So my plan, or I shouldn't say my plan, that that's, that's my hope that people will see, not me, but see God in me. So that's, that's big for me. <laughs> it is. That is very big. So as we get ready to wrap up, is there anything else that you would like to mention that we have not had a chance to talk about? Um, there's a book that um, I think that would really be a blessing to a lot of people. And I taught on this book, but it's an excellent book. It's called Rethink How You Think. It's, it's actually called How to Create Lasting Changes in Today. And it's is Rethink How You Think, and it's by Dr. David Stoop. It's an excellent book. It breaks down the mind. It breaks down what the every particle, not every particle, but what every brain cell, you everything you have in your brain and what makes you do the things you do and what makes you think the way you think. And it breaks down different things that people do that is out of the will of God and what causes them to do it. So it causes you to begin to change your mindset. It causes you to begin to think differently. A lot of times we are so negative. We are so hard on ourselves. We do that. We go around in circles doing the same thing over and over again, and we don't know why. Well, when we learn about ourselves, and that's something that's very important, I want to encourage everybody to learn who you really are, learn about yourself and what caused you to be in the places you're in and, and why you are the way you are. And God will do the rest. As you learn yourself, you make better decisions and you make quality decisions. And that's something that's very, that's, that needs to begin to happen in a lot of lives. That's awesome. And I'll make sure to get the title of the book and the author to put it in the show notes. Okay. That's awesome. So where can our audience find you and learn more about you and connect with you? Well, um, I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. And I'm on Instagram as Leslie Montgomery. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Just you can look me up at Leslie Montgomery. You could DM me. I'll get back in touch with you. And um, just 
those are the ways you can get me unless you want to email me or something like that. But yeah, awesome. you can find me. I'm out there. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And our final question as we get ready to close is when you hear fearless living, what does fearless living mean to you? Fearless living to me is coming out of the box, coming out and doing something different. You know, um, and I'm, and I'm just thought about this, uh, Doreen lets him read. She talks about burning boxes. I think a fearless person is a person that can come from out of their, their surroundings, their circle, that box and be what God has called them to be. So fearless is being confident to come out and stay out and find out where you really belong in this world or in the scheme of things and awesome. the things of god beautiful thank you so much for you're joining welcome. us today thank you for having me you're welcome thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of fearless fridays with marianne i hope that you found the conversation with leslie inspiring and empowering make sure that you check out the show notes so you can connect with her and get a copy of the book that she referenced and remember, as always, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope that podcast was beneficial to you. Be sure to click on the subscribe button, leave us a comment, and share. We look forward to connecting with you at our website, MarianneRiveraDannert.com, or you can find us on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Remember that you are fearless and fabulous. You are a priority and you matter. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.